and you're listening to a WNBA State of Mind, the sports podcast for women about things that matter to us and more. So come join us on your podcast platform. Hey everybody, it's the 20th episode of the WNBA State of Mind. So let's take a look inside at Leandro Washington Jr., better known as Go Ham Jelly Fam, who is a social media phenom, best known for being named N-I, no, N-A-I-A, and I always mess that up, All-American, Newcomer of the Year, First Team All-Conference, First Team All-Tourney, Scoring Leader, Three-Point Leader, and Best of All, Free Throw Leader. Go ham, Jelly Fam. Welcome to a WNBA State of Mind where we mainly discuss basketball, what we love other sports. Of course, today we have an all-star cast of ballers, which makes for a great show. So thanks for joining us today, Jelly Fam. Talk about- I appreciate you, thank you. It's all good. I appreciate you stopping by. Um, talk about where you're from. And then after that, give us your best basketball memory. Um, I'm from England, New Jersey. Uh, that's where I grew up. I was born and raised. Uh, um, it's about 10 minutes from New York City, so like the commute there is right there. I grew up playing basketball in New York City. I, I played basketball in Jersey until probably like eighth grade. So like I really grew up like New York, New Jersey. I got both sides to it. And um, my favorite basketball memory, so many. I would say old championships, but like one that really stuck out was um in a game winner at the Nike EYBL tournament. Like we needed to win the game to get to the Peace Jam. It was a big game. We played another New York team in City Rocks, and I had hit a game winner to advance. And it was like that was that was definitely the best moment probably in my career. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad, that's a great memory, man. To grow up in this area, people have no idea how close the proximity to New York is just to go right through the tunnel. Either you're going through the Holland or you're either going, you know, <laughs> or you're either going through the Lincoln yeah. or the Verrazano. And so the proximity is right there. And so you, you, you know, the, the, when they say tri-state area, it is real between New York, New Jersey and Connecticut. You can get to Connecticut real quick. Yeah, really cool. So exactly. And, you know, they got to figure out how to get Philly in the mix because Philly is right there too, you know, <laughs> in the car yeah. in an hour and a half. So, you know, um, I'm really excited to have you on the show because I check out a lot of your videos and stuff like that. And um, just like my last guest I had on here, um, I was talking about like, I, I see videos and I see, you know, stuff of people, but just, you know, don't know who they are or, you know, wasn't expecting to have you on the show and sitting here talking with you. You know, you are hit with the youngins out there and I gotta have shows that, that tap into that. And, um, you know, uh, we, we're gonna talk about Jelly Fam because that's just something that is a is a revolution and a movement that's been started. And um, how old yeah. you started playing basketball? I started playing basketball probably when I was eight. So probably, probably like third grade. I played football first in first grade and then like after seeing my friends 
that I went to school with, played basketball and like doing like, like, cause the school I went to my first four years, like K through three, I went to a Catholic school. So like, like you know, Catholic schools, they're real structural everything. So like they're more advanced. So they'll have like a little basketball team for y'all, a little soccer program, stuff like that. So I see my friends playing basketball. I was like, nah, like I wanted to play. And then it just, just happened. My brother played football and basketball, so like sports is already in my family. My father played ball, so it was like I just eased into it for real. Yeah, I mean sports are, are, are real big around here, and you know for us in our culture, you know it's usually going to be basketball or football, and it's not something that you can kind of get away from. You know, it's it, it, those are sports that you see in the neighborhood. People will be playing street football, or they're going to be playing basketball either on the bat on the court or you know um, inside or outside wherever you can get a run. You know, or football, wherever you can get, you know, you can get a run, whether it's going to be on the field or it's going to be out in this, you know, in between cars. So, um, you know, um, those are the two sports that that really um, resonate with us as our culture and our, as our, you know, how, as we, how we are as African Americans. So, it's a way out. It's an outlet. So, you know, I do want to jump back. Let's talk about where you uh, went to school, go to school. Uh, right now, uh, and because I talked about a lot of accolades, you know, I talked about the NAIA All American Newcomer of the Year, you know, first team all conference. I mean, you hit on a lot of stuff, brother. Yeah, um, I go to Louisiana State University in Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, it's an NAIA school. I just got here last year from transferring from McNeese State and Lake Charles, a D1 school. Um, yeah, like coming here. Well, it was big for me because I went to two uh, Division One schools already, and I didn't want to sit out a year after leaving my last school after not playing that much because uh, for whatever reason I lost my father, and a lot of things like transpired during that time, which led me to to leave that school. But um, yeah, leaving that school and coming here, like I wanted to make my mark, you know, put my stamp on things while before I leave college. And I felt like, you know, I could have did this my whole career. And, um, but by coming here, got the opportunity. Uh, me and the coach got along really well. It's a player's program. Um, so I just coming here, I just, you know, put my head down, work real hard, set some goals for myself. Some I didn't achieve, some I did, you know, but most importantly, you know, I, I tried my hardest, worked my hardest and, you know, God be the glory, everything to him. Like I've been blessed to know, get all these things and put myself in position to pursue my career further and further. Yeah, absolutely. And I see you uh, doing a lot of events. Uh, I checked out an event that you did in the Bronx and we talked about this before I, before we started to get the, cam- get the camera rolling about events and stuff like that. Talk about how important it is for you to, to get out there and, and give back. It's super important. Um, I believe it's super important because, like, when I was younger, it, people like the older kids and you know athletes, stars, whatever you want to call it, they didn't really give back. You know, they didn't really have events. But it was a different time um, too, where everybody was just you know focused on themselves and you know trying to make sure they're okay. But nowadays, I feel like by giving back. We're, we're all helping each other. Um, the game just continues to grow. 20 years ago, the game wasn't 
wasn't what it is what it is now, you know. They've been shooting threes, different types of skills. Game is evolving. So I feel like with my knowledge and with my status and my friends' knowledge and status, by giving back to the, the high school kids and the middle school kids, it's just a blessing because that's what we wanted when we was younger. I, I wanted to, you know, get invited to certain events or camps and get sneakers or, you know, some money or whatever, you know, any recognition, anything, like just having a good time, having your family outside, you know, everybody outside ready, you know, just trying to watch the game, watch good basketball. So I just, any event I could take uh, part in and give back to the community or kids that grow up watching us or look up to anybody, it's just, it's just really a blessing for real. Yeah, absolutely. And, it's, and like you said, it's super important. It definitely is because the kids need to, to, to understand, to know, you know, the blueprint and how to get there. And then for as many breadcrumbs as you can leave, that's that's kudos to you, brother. Um, this next one, uh, question I want to ask you. For me, it was my Uncle Skip. My Uncle Skip was my everything. Uh, taught me how to play basketball. Uh, taught, me, taught me the school of hard knocks and not just uh, lessons on the basketball court but also life lessons and he was the first one to expose me to uh, showing you know taking kids a, a, a whole bunch of kids and taking them to do stuff because he would take us to you know to movies and and, and do stuff with us outside of you know outside of the community to make sure that we got exposure and stuff like that and uh, you know, and that was to, you know not to mention basketball and coming out there and 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 and, and you know working the graveyard shift and then meeting me on the basketball court so he can instill in me the things that I needed so I could go all the way to the level that I did. Uh, and I was I saw some things about you as well. Um, I lost my uncle at a, a, a very young age, which was which was which was something that was that was hard for me. And so when I when I looked at your your um, your page, I saw something similar. Talk about that. Um, yeah, I lost my uncle uh, Julius this past summer, well, last summer, and um, really, really hard, really hard because he was a big motivator, kind of like you said, your uncle, um, he was big motivator and really was big on like constructive criticism with me and would always tell me the real, never sugarcoat anything, would never tell me what I wanted to hear. I don't even know if he told me any good things, you know? You know those type of people that they don't tell you nothing good. They just want to get, tell you the bad, tell you what you need to work on, stuff like that, just so I could always stay level-headed because a lot of other people wanted to be in my life, talk to me, you know? They, you know people that just want to come in your life and be a part of it. They just want to say anything, say what you want to hear. So with him, he was like, no nonsense, you know? And I would say he, my, he was one of my biggest motivators, but it was like a collective team between my mom, my brother, um, him, and my father that, that passed the year before he died last year. So losing him back-to-back -back two years in a row has been really tough, but I mean, by losing them, it helped me like gain trust in God, and I started believing more in God and reading more into God and the Bible and scriptures and verses and stuff like that. And just because that's what they was big on. My uncle was a big believer in Jesus and going to church and their mother Deborah, rest in peace or so. So this those this has been a collective group of people that's been motivating me, like training me, my brother, my father since I was younger, my uncle, they all been in like a, a good group and my mom just keeping me level headed and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been it's been a, a collective group. And that's good. You know, and that's good that you have those types of people around you because there's a lot of people that don't 
then you know because you need somebody who's going to feed you and then you have you need somebody that's going to be over there to be your uh you know to give you uh constructive criticism and say hey listen you know i love you but i got to keep it real with you you know so you need all different types of people around you so that's a good thing because it'll help you stay strong you know when you do get to the next level so um talk about that because we talked about that as well before i started rolling here um, uh, on the show and you're listening to a WNBA state of mind I got my guy on here go ham jelly fam in the house with us today and so I'm really excited to have you on here because I know you're going to do big things um, we were talking about you know your road uh, for the next couple of months you told me that you know you're going to be graduating here soon like like almost in an instant We'll talk about that and uh, talk a little bit about what you're studying and then what your next steps are, what you would like to see happen for yourself in the next three months. Yeah, um, I'm graduating next month, May 13th, I believe. So on uh, general studies, I have my associates in general business. It's a long story. Well, I'm, I was a finance major, but I mean, you know, Dale, with transferring and having a certain amount of credits be, to be able to play in a certain major, I didn't know about all this stuff coming into college. So I had to change my major, but um, yeah, so I'm graduating and then after, I'm gonna be training in California, trying to get ready for these workouts that, uh, to take with NBA team to get in the NBA Summer League. Just taking it day by day, um, trying to get better. Been trying to work out tw- twice a day. Um, and still stay on top of my studies as well because there's so much pressure of my mom. Like she's big on, she doesn't care about athletics at all. She's academics. So she's like um, freaking uh, gathering parties ready, get hats, pictures, all types of stuff. And it's, 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 it's helping me because she's so excited for me that I wanna, I wanna be great for her. You know, I wanna do, I wanna do things for her, not only for myself, for my family and people that's watching and looking up to me, I want to do it for them. So by, you know, graduating, it's a big, big accomplishment that, you know, some people sort of like blow over kind of like, oh, but it's really a big deal when you graduate college because, you know, like that's a big, uh, a big accomplishment. And just after this, just getting into that summer league, getting to the NBA, um, see whatever it takes me, um, doing a couple workouts, and speaking with some agents, uh, I'll decide whether I want to, you know, stay over here, go overseas or anything. Just looking for the best opportunity for myself. Absolutely. And I think that a lot of good opportunity will open up for you because you're putting up numbers, dude. Like, your numbers are silly. Um, and it's not <laughs> that you're just in one line. You know, you're like, you're, like your line is crazy. You're not just a one-stack kind of guy. You know, you're getting in there, you're scoring, you're dishing the ball, you're getting steals, your three-point shooting percentage is stupid. Um, Like, you know, free throws, you're making free throws, and academically, you're on top of your game. So, you know, you would be a a jewel, you know, because, you know, just from from looking at you and watching some of your footage, you look like you seem to be an extension of the coach, and you also like to... um, uh, you know, come off that pick and roll and come downhill, which is important in the in the G League, in the in the, in the, you know in the in the, the NBA. You know, so you know somebody would be very very fortunate to have you. Um, 
you just signed uh, like congratulations to uh, on this you just signed with millions and um, I see that you know um, you have you already have a slogan out there you know you already got you know you're already trying to brand, brand yourself right and you know I saw you with your shirt said, said can you jelly like me um, that you're one of my you know one of the a few a couple of signings that I have and talk about that journey talk about how that's been and how important it is for you branding yourself right now because none of us play basketball um for for our whole lives like you know you're gonna get to an early age believe it or not 36 37 38 you're retiring and you still have 20 something years left in the workforce you know so talk about how important it is for you to step into something else it's very important because you want to have multiple lanes of income. You know, if well, that's if somebody that wants to be successful and, and have a certain income and have aspirations of that. You want to have multiple avenues of ways you can make money. And by making money off, you know, something that people are, you know, interested in and want to be a part of is, is just a blessing. And the Jelly Fam coming up with stuff like the shirts and slogans and stuff like that. Like, us as a group, we've been doing everything together as a group. And haven't sold anything yet. And now is the time where we're starting to sell stuff, starting to bring things together, put things together. And um, it's really, 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 really important, like you said, that having, you know, something to do after playing basketball because it doesn't last forever. You know, your legs not going to be the same forever. And my mom, like I said, she's an academic lady. So she's like, she um, stresses that a lot to me. And she wanted me to be a doctor, she wanted me to be a lawyer, all type of stuff, you know how mothers be. So um, she's like, you know, just make sure you get your education. That's why she's big on me graduating and pursuing my education and finishing school. Because a lot of people, you know, they go to school and they give up or they grades, they not focus. A lot of things happen or like, you know, I had death in the family, so they, you know, strong-minded people, they could get through that. But some people, you know, are different. They have to think differently and need to take a break from school or, or whatever may reason they may have. So by just finishing school, like, it's just, it's like a big burden off my back for real. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it goes on and on. And one day you might decide that you want to take your education a little further once you get finished with school or even beforehand. Um, there's a lot of different programs out there for you to continue your education, you know, even while you're playing. Um, just with, with the internet, everything is afforded to you. And so going back to uh, talking about, you know, millions, how's that process been? How was, how was the process when you signed up? Because a lot of people really actually don't believe that it's, 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 it's a smooth ride. A lot of people don't actually believe, actually believe that there's a signing bonus involved. A lot of people don't actually believe that it's true. So talk about what your experience has been as far as going through the beginning stages when we first got in contact with each other. First of all, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be a part of it. That's first and foremost. But um, second, how it's been, it's been terrific. Like I said before, um, we started talking, like when I first joined up, like your energy was different. Like you like, you know, you hit me up once to like, you know, this is the move, like this is what we're doing. 
uh, about it was everything was detailed. Everything was, you know, it didn't seem like unprofessional. It was, everything was professional by the way you handled it. And you put me in contact with, uh, I think Miss Mandy. Um, and then from there, she put me in contact with other two people. They got talent managers, you know, they got personal reps. It's like, it's, it's everything you can ask for, you know? And I asked, I hit up a couple of reps from Millions, like at random times, and they, they get back to me within five to 10 minutes. Whereas with some people, you can hit your brother or your mom's like, like, yo, I need $10. They want you tomorrow, till tomorrow. So it's like, you know, by the responsive timing they have and the way they're trying to get things done and the professionalism, everything is just, it's going well over there and I can't wait to get everything really ramped up and started with them because it seems like something that's just going to blow up millions for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like for as much as I hear, can you jelly and jelly fam? And you know, for as many kids if, that I've coached, jelly, jelly, I had to actually tell them to shut up and practice. If you say jelly one more time, I promise <laughs> Okay, it, it, it seriously, and this and this yeah. was in like 2015. It's like that's when I started to hear that. It was like, yo, jelly, jelly, jelly. jelly. I'm like, yo, what, what is that? Yo, keep it. You, you go ahead and keep on missing that jelly. You know, and then all of a sudden, I'm saying it because that's how I'm connecting with you. You know, you ain't shooting jelly. You shooting yeah. them up there. Make the jelly. So, you know, I think that. It's gonna be absolutely fantastic for you, you know this whole thing. Also, put a little coins, couple coins in your pocket because you're getting ready to go and, you know, go out. Hopefully, I, I see you out in Vegas playing. You know that'll be absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, for the second league, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for you. I'm, I'm real excited for you. And um, when you think about partnerships, right? Because you have your own brand, you have your movement, right? When you think about partnerships to get involved with, like who comes to mind? Like a, like a brand, for example. I know everybody loves Nike, but other than that, like when it comes to you, when people see you, what do they gravitate to? What do they, what do they see? And who would you like to see Some that represents you? Brands that, I'm a big guy on like snacks and candy. So like both both rip when you when you ask about like a brand or like uh be interested is Welch's. Welch's they follow all of us. We just we that's me the partnership with them. Uh Jelly. Having a great jelly and jelly fan, it just makes sense, you know. But um <clears throat> like any all the candies I eat, snacks I eat. Um I got I got a couple uh partnerships with a couple with uh Trolley. They have sent me a couple packages of candy and stuff, but I don't know. I like I'm not like the sneaker stuff and, and the mainstream name brand stuff is cool and all, but they don't really show you the love. Like you say, Nike, like Nike, you know, they got so many people a part of their brand. You know, they can only take care of so many. You know, they're not going to take care of the bottom fat people. They got superstars and all types of stuff. So like any brand that like will take take us in or take me in and like treat us like the number one priority and you know make us feel wanted and uh main option is the best way to go because 
they're gonna do more for you and they're gonna put all their chips on the table. Some a, a big program, a big company, they won't do that. They'll just, you know, give you like breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs. And you won't probably make as much money as you would being with a, a smaller uh, company or a smaller brand, like like a Converse, you know, like a Puma, you know? Yeah, Converse is an extension of Nike now. Um, yeah. Say Puma, uh, I'd even throw Fila out there right now because Fila burning, Fila burning, um, and people don't even know it. Uh, especially- Yeah, I mean, I see random people with Fila's on. Yeah, Fila's thing, sure. and uh, I even I even saw DK making his way back. <laughs> British Knights. So uh, British Knights. <laughs> listen, that was uh, DK was uh, Fifty Cent. You know, before he before he got with Reebok and he did the G Unit shoe, he was doing BK's first. But BK was the shoe on the block. Okay, if you say to an old head, yeah, that was the shoe on the block. Fila was on the block. Theodora, <laughs> Theodora on the block. Um, you got um, oh man, I could just go in on you know the shoes, you know, that was around and that like um, companies are just kind of sitting there waiting for somebody, maybe a your statue to bring them back. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. like I said, you're listening to a WNBA state of mind. I got my man, Go Ham Jelly Fam, on here. We're chopping it up. Tell us how we people can contact you on on social media. Any are there any new things you want to share with us that's, that we should be paying attention to that you might be doing on a live feed or something somewhere on Insta? Um, you contact me. Through uh, my Instagram or Twitter. My Instagram is GoHamJellyFan. My Twitter is DreWatch underscore three. I got my email and my uh, and both files. So I check my email for, for business inquiries and stuff like that. Uh, right now, don't got anything new coming up that's, you know, shocking. Actually, we're working with millions to, you know, put, I got a uh, logo and stuff made. So actually, stay tuned for that. But um, so we're gonna start putting together some merch. I got some ideas, some creative ideas, working with some people in the um, in the department that uh, could do that for me. And yeah, that's that's a, a good way to contact me and some things that's coming up for sure. That's what's up, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Don't forget to download the WNBA State of Mind on all podcast platforms, powered by Hoop Madness Inc. Thanks for coming on the show, fam. Sammy Sosa. Wow, thank you for inviting me.